Welcome back to Dyson Salt. I'm Lord Richter. And I'm Lady Toast. And we're here for episode 85, Waning Gibberous. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm still, every time I hear Vipira's mom, I'm still hearing Stacy's mom in my head. It's just not, <laughs> not right. It's just not right. It's fine. It's fine. All right. So we got both uh, Vipira's mom mm-hmm. and uh, Gibberus tied up and outside because they don't deserve to be inside. And then they get dragged inside. And, yeah, uh, without any regard for their you yep, know, mental yep. well-being. I mean, physically. The, the head banging is, is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Uhtred just, he's tired of her shit. Yeah, so, absolutely. It's fine. We get a little feedback on the rest of the folks that are in uh, Castle Fawnham. That mm-hmm. with Gibberus being outed as the quote-unquote betrayer, they seem to be a lot more relaxed with the party. Yeah. No, that's good. They roll some checks to figure out, you know, why the sudden turn. And I guess the best they could kind of figure out is maybe Gallowspire had something to do with it. <laughs> oh, yes. Because Gibberus being a Mortic is usually a longer process. Yeah. And uh, there's something else going on. So, yeah, the explosion at Gallowspire could have altered the speed at which things happened. Oh, I love Brillator oh, yeah. and his pronunciation of Gallowspire. <laughs> Gal-o-spire. Yeah. Gal-o-spire. Yeah, love that. Yeah. Yep, Matt does some pretty good, uh, you know, when he gets into a character, he gets into Oh, indeed character. he does. They indeed all do. He does. Yeah, at, at this point, you know, they're just, I, they pretty much embody the characters they play. There's not a whole lot of, um, you know, they jump back and forth between in, in character and out of character easy enough that you can tell, oh, that's Tom asking a question, and, well, that's a terrible example. Tom's... Our genus is uh, a little insane, <laughs> but you know, Uhtred's got his own specific voice. Our genus has his own specific voice. Randolph has his own specific voice, and you know, now Brillator has his specific voice, and it's 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 really neat to see him kind of jump in and out of character. Yeah, easily. the voices are distinct enough at this point. I mean, they've had some time to practice kind of how they want their characters to sound, and it it delivers well. Um, yep. I love the, uh, <laughs> the, when they get up there and they're talking about Vipira's mom, I think to Rainer, because they have Gibrus and Vipira's mom secured, chained up in the storeroom. Which is, you know, right. a good idea. Full of tools yep, and yep. supplies. You know, that always, <laughs> always works out exactly as captors expect. Mm-hmm. Uhtred's talking about the relationship between the hag and Vipira and how Vipira was a former member of the group. And Randolph goes, y'all know Vipira. And it's no, Randolph, they don't know Vipira. Only you and I know Vipira. Well, and Elksy and, and Umble and Thoot, which I thought was a spectacular <laughs> name drop callback to, you know, honor Vipira because it was quite the homage. Oh, no, it was it was great. And then um, Alex broke the fourth wall again with the NPC. Oh, yeah. He seems to like doing that a lot lately, which I, I enjoy. It's it's quite funny. Oh, I, forget what, I forget exactly what he said this time. Yeah, he's he's doing it really well. He's like, well, well, what's the significance of these Fey, or are they just there to beef up the challenge rating? You know, it, it's... <laughs> I think he says encounter rather than challenge rating. But oh yes. yeah, 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 yeah. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. It was a very yeah. nice touch, and it was a no. It's good. It was it was a very to me it was a very oots kind of uh, wall break. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was fun. Uh, let's see. The good thing is when they decide to question them, they don't bring them both back like at the same time. No, no, no. That was that was smart as it turns out. Yeah, because uh, I think dealing with both a Mortic and a Hag at the same time, 
I mean, they obviously already defeated them once, and, you know, it might not be quite as difficult since they're chained up, but you never know what they've got up their sleeves. Yeah, I, uh, the walls. I found the healing to be kind of funny. Cause it was, oh, yeah? He, yeah, it was, it was heal them up. Oh, oh, no, not that much, not that much. Don't heal them up that much. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't yeah. roll the 20 now, Joe. That's the Joe. Yeah. No, I do like that, you know, Randolph got to use his pretty powerful healing hands or whatever. Yes, yeah, yes. Healer's hands. Healer, uh, yeah, healer's hands was is very nice. Yeah, and uh, did a little bit of a jump into that by getting some information from Matt. So Randolph, uh, healer's hands is a, is a conduit feat, which means it's uh, the big thing that makes it go is knowledge planes. And Randolph currently has five ranks in that. And All his right. heal, he only has three ranks. Both uh, knowledge planes and heal are class skills for him. And his heal plays off of his wisdom, and he gets a his whiz mod is plus four. Um, he has a zero right, int mod, so. just in case you were asking. And I know at one point they had a conversation a few episodes back. I think it was when they leveled up and he got healer's hands that he, he was like, oh man, now he's like, I realize I got a next level. I got to max out my heal and then my knowledge planes. Right. So that was uh, that was an important uh, thing to figure out there. I guess he just doesn't get enough uh, skill points to max everything out or at least class skills. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's a spiritualist. So I don't off the top well, of my head, I don't know what they get per level. But And with an int of zero. Zero. It, it's, it's you're, yeah. It's whatever. He's not getting get anything there, yeah. extra. Let me go take a look at the spiritualist real quick. All right. Uh, and four plus int mod. Oh, this is going to be painful. Yeah. So I mean, he'd basically have to dump all of them into planes next level, and he still wouldn't be. Well, not out. planes. He needs to put them into heal first, because his problem is he needs to hit his DC twenty, and then he needs to be able to hit DC twenty five, and then DC thirty. Uh, and he's rolling heal checks, so yeah, adding it into right. heal. Right. Now, here's here's how it kicks in. It does give you a neat thing in that you can treat deadly wounds multiple times a day on the same creature. But the right. way that you get the bonus uh, for the knowledge planes is if you beat the DC by 10. And then you can add your ranks and knowledge planes to the damage that you've healed. So All right. basically the way it is now, he's not going to hit that plus 10 unless he rolls really well. He's got to roll a 20 to hit a 30 because he's only got a plus 10 on it. So oh, okay. he's, he's pretty tough now. Okay, so he's not going to get that. The heal skill with the treat deadly wounds, if he beats the DC by 5... He gets to add his Wizmod into the damage shield. So right. what he needs to get to is where he's hitting that DC 10. And uh, then he can do whatever. And it's you get one per hit die is what you get for the, the creature that you're healing. So basically you can heal hit dice plus nine if you can hit that DC 30. So he needs to try and okay. max his ranks for heal at 12th level. And of course, I was assuming he had enough to do that, which was probably foolish on my part. Yeah, not even close. Yeah, yeah. I should. If he's only got three that he, one and he through. gets four. So yeah, so the, the numbers... He needs at least three levels worth of... Yeah, the numbers are going to be rough for him, but as soon as he can get it up, he needs to. And then I was even saying that at 13th level, he should absolutely take skill focus heal because as long as he's got 10 ranks in heal, which he could have at level 13, then he'll get a plus six to that heal check. Right, which will definitely help him hit that plus right. 30 so, every time. You know, he could be or hitting up into often. a, you know, if he max the ranks, he well, not max, let's say he puts three into it each level. That adds six, so he goes to nine ranks, he's a plus 16. If he gets the skill focus heal with it, that is another plus six because he has, uh, well, that would be nine ranks, that wouldn't be enough. He'd need to add four on the one, but whatever. Let's say he hits 10 ranks, that'd be a plus 17. Mm -hmm. Then he gets to add six, he's plus 23. 
That means when he rolls a seven or better, he's going to hit his DC 30, which means he gets to add his ranks in knowledge planes to the amount healed. Plus, since it's a DC 10 success that gets him his knowledge planes, he's also getting his Wizmod added to it. So he ends up adding nine to whatever he gives back to folks. And since his teammates are going to be level 13s, at that point. I mean, he needs a couple levels for this. Then that's 22 hit points he can heal if he can hit that 30. And that's per shot. Which isn't bad. No, that's really good. Yeah. That's and really, to, really to good. To be able to do that five times a day, that's without putting anything else into his Right. And, and on top of that, he can still use the heal skill once a day per person outside of the healer's hands. Yeah. So, so for one individual, he could conceivably heal them six times in a day using treat deadly wounds, which is... Yeah, it's it's definitely good. <laughs> yeah. So he can, he can get some good stuff on that if he, you know, he just needs to uh, focus on that a little bit and get it on there, which is crazy. And, and yeah. I liked it. I liked it that that plays out real well. That's why I took the time to, you know, to walk through it in my notes and then, you know, just talk about it now. Yeah. I think if he gets, you know, some kind of headband for intelligence, you know, he can go put those skills back in here and he can get up even higher. But, you know, as is, he can get pretty close to almost always hitting that DC 30. Oh, yeah. Which is really nice. It wouldn't actually take much because yeah. at 13th level, if he takes the skill focus, I mean, you're pushing it up there pretty good. You only need a few more levels full of ranks in um, heal, heal, and you're you just need yeah. to hit that uh, twenty nine total, that plus twenty nine, and then you're automatically doing thirty every time. And uh, with skills, with ones not automatically being failures, it's an auto pass. Yeah, you auto pass because yep. you're always going to roll minimum one. So yep, yeah, that's a it's it's super cool. Well, let's hope he uh, let's hope he does that. Yep, yep. But... Let's hope he gets that gets that together. Uh, questioning. Uh, Gibberish was was interesting. Yeah. I found it uh, entertaining to hear that because, you know, we knew something was up, but also then it's, uh, you know, he's talking about nothing's right, everything's wrong, but he can set everything right. You know, the horses, yeah, if, the horses if, were all wrong, but he fixed them, so they're all right. Uh-huh. He just, he wants to reach up and rearrange them. Yeah. Which I yeah, something. felt Alex played very well like it feels very earnest like he really means all of the things he's saying from the apology to uh you know i'm sorry i did this and i'm sorry that this is kind of where our friendship ends to the i just kind of want to reach up and rearrange your body yeah no it was <laughs> it, it it was just really well done and really well acted and it just once again alex shows his you know I guess NPC chops and just you know just how good he's gotten at all of this. Yeah, he uh, he delivered. Uh, Gibberish was he funny. was creepy. Well, yeah, he was funny, but like in a yeah really creepy way. <laughs> yeah, he he was a goofy guy. He he wasn't quite Joker scary, but he wasn't exactly uh, you know free to be fully himself either. You know because he was chained up. But I I thought after the little bit where I read up on the Mortic, I thought he captured that feel really well. You know, they're yeah. barely able to contain themselves and they're like going through the bleaching sort of a thing. And then they've got all this, this fey power pulsing through this fey necromatic power pulsing through them. And he seemed to capture yeah. it real well. And I, I loved how he <gasps> inhaled, held his breath and then bloop, rolled through the wall. That was pretty classic. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what let him do that. I didn't, like I said, I, I didn't read up on like the more ticks or anything. So like, yeah. I don't know if that's just a thing they can do. I didn't read up on yeah, they I didn't read up on the abilities. Walls, I, I guess. looked more at the I looked more at the description and uh 
yeah like the ecology stuff that's what i was reading up on just to get that background i didn't really focus i didn't read anything about the special powers yeah i i didn't either i just i just thought it was kind of interesting that he just face through the wall i i thought he yeah that disappeared was, that was quite quickly so cool. i'm not exactly sure how he did that either because you know well i, guess I believe Felias he could, basically follows him yeah, through I, the, the wall like immediately. i think he can do the invisibility gone, right though is the thing i think that was uh, he did the great cast greater invisibility power or whatever it was cast it power spell like ability i don't know he used it right away i think that was the impetus for the role for initiative to see who who goes first because if the Elias had hit him ah, with the yes. shovel, I think we'd have had a dead Mortic. That's probably true. And again, back to the when we come back, the healing on the, the hag comes back to funny and the, the griping about Uhtred's frostbite and then the, the healing commentary. Healer, but oh, don't yeah. heal her like that. You know, little heals, tiny heals. Don't roll good. Just enough. <laughs> I want to take a second here and absolutely say that Nick was outstanding standing in his role play with the hag i found it the the exchange with them to be you know just top notch you know really engrossing and and really powerful too i mean it was very you know i'm angry i'm frustrated and he's delivering his piece and and then when he's not talking to the hag you know just the sort of the i don't know sort of the defeated yeah no like i i get it they're like i think you know like we said for alex earlier this just shows that everyone in the group is really really on top of their characters and just yeah no they uh i, I, don't, I don't i don't even really know how to put it it's just kind of no, they, they they delivered <laughs> it's man just, it's, it's really it's good it's just grade a and you know listening to it is fantastic playing it you know if i was there at the table with them playing it i'd be thinking oh this is really good this is exciting but actually being back and not playing and just hearing it it's mm-hmm. just that's just super I can say I'm I'm absolutely appreciating it a lot more not being at the table with them playing because it's just that good. Yeah, it's very uh, engaging. This is what I like inspiring confidence the most for when they do this this kind of like role play, you know, between between the NPCs and and the players because it's always spot on. It's it's just fantastic. Yeah, I uh, I was watching it uh, or watching it. Sorry, I was listening to it. And uh, we got to the point where the hags just completely goes off the rails now. I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm screw you. You did it to her, blah, blah, blah. And I'm all. Yeah. I mean, she does mention that, you know, she, she knows Viper is dead. So she obviously was just tracking the group down out of spite, out of rage. And she basically just holds them responsible. Yeah, that, and that wasn't a hundred percent turns that clear back on her. It's like mm. that she knew that before she got here. Exactly. But however it works out, that's however also it works true. out, she yeah. dials it up. Oh my God, you killed my kid. You did this to me. The, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I say blah, 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 because it was just kind of this thing. I actually went and then checked the alignment of a moon. It's your standard. Uh... Because I'm like, God, this is just. <laughs> and I checked the alignment and go, oh, chaotic evil. Yeah, time to kill her. Yeah. Time to kill her. It's appropriate. I'm like, this is. Yeah, I mean. You know, listening. She's not going to gonna let this go. There's going to be no point at which she deci- maybe decides, okay, I don't need to kill you. I mean, she's just she's done. Yeah, no, I just uh... which is unfortunate. I thought a little bit because I was like, oh, what a good you know, this would have made for a good villain somehow. You know, long term villain to keep showing back up. Except you know, Utrid's already demonstrated that he's not going mean, to leave people behind. 
I forget who yeah. it was in the temple, the cultist I, or something that gave him the information and then he killed the cultist. Yeah, I just I was assuming Uhtred was going to slit her throat probably five minutes earlier, but they, he kept letting her talk. And I'm just like, you're not th- there's no other way this encounter ends. It's like you're you're going to. The, yeah, there and, really was no other way you could I mean, have it. have because to. They're going forward deeper into Ustalav and into Gallowspire and what the heck? You yeah. know, and to have that hag just, coming after you and continually trying to get at you the whole time. I mean, that's just, oof. Yeah, and despite, you know, what Vipira might want, she is gone. And while you, while I know they probably want to honor her memory, they also have a job to do. And they can't have this hag dogging their every step. So might as well just end yep. it now. No, I, I, get it over with. It's going to have to happen. And if they'd let her go, she would come back at, like, the worst possible moment and make what could be a bad situation. Oh, totally. I much, mean, that was, worse. that's, that's totally so, it. But I mean, that would, that would be the, uh, you know, sort of the point. Right. But like I said, yeah. reading the alignment at chaotic evil, knowing that, you know, this isn't, and, and the way she was handling it too, she was, you know, she just wasn't saying things like, Oh, well, I guess it wasn't your fault. And, you know, Uhtred kept ramping it up every time. So you're, it was you, the bad mother, you're a bad mother. My only failing as a mother was letting her leave with you. And I'm thinking, Oh boy. Just kept, kept, get, you know, every time there's a, there's a sort of a simmer down of the flames and it was, here comes the gasoline. Yep. So I'm surprised they let it kind of go on as long as they did. Cause I I really didn't feel like there was any other way to end this. Yeah. No, me, me either. I just, I I was curious cause that the way Alex had been playing the hag, you know, up till this point, she hadn't been very, very evil. Influential. Uh, I mean, she was there. She was Viper's backstory, you know, and she hadn't been super evil, right? You kind of know there's something going on that's maybe not exactly the, you know, most good thing you've ever seen, but it was kind of playing along of, you know, what do you want to do, Vipera? And so it was like, oh, okay, she, maybe she's going to make a choice. And, and you know, then this point here, it's just pretty much, you know, let's kill it. Yeah. So that was unfortunate. Uh, they looted her body, though. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, I, it's, the, I should have been torn it, it's up not about like, it <laughs> because, you know, it's Viperia's mom a, and, you know, want to do this. But at the same time, I'm like, all that kind of I mean, went away because there was just zero compassion and zero empathy from Viperia's mom. Not that she couldn't have still yeah. been a total, you need to die and I need to get revenge on you. But there was zero compassion or empathy, period. And I doubt she wanted to be a mother anyway. She probably just wanted Vipera for her own ends. Uh, yeah, so obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's... And so, you know, I just really didn't... Yeah. I didn't have any problem with them looting her body. I, look, it's a quest into probably some of the worst territory in Galarian, so you're going to need everything you can and get. And I mean, it's not like Vipera's going to show back up and, and say, hey, those used to be my I friends, mean, that's why I couldn't attack them kind of thing. I mean, we're not going to have that conflict because I mean, yeah, Vipera's not there. You know, Tom was obviously not conflicted because our genius flat out threatened her. So, yeah, I mean, not even hesitatingly, he just boom went right to it. That's kind of what happened. Yeah. Anyway, and the survivors are heading out back to vigil, which yeah. is I can't believe they're doing that. Well, I mean, they kind of it's one of those things. It's like you're not gonna. We can kind of maybe understand a city getting nuked because that's a thing we can maybe understand, but like magic on that scale probably isn't something that exists all that often or happens all that often in Galarian. So it's like, I have to see this one to believe it. Yeah. I mean, I understand that too. I just, you know, I was looking at it and I'm like, these guys are soldiers. They're told this is the place to go. You know, Castle Everstand. 
you know, they've got civilians there, I think, right? Weren't, weren't some of the gals civilians or am I totally missing the grouping that was in there? Uh, I, I honestly, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I got it. I, I remember, I think there was a couple of women and like a small child, but I could be completely wrong in the small child. I remember there being a girl. Yeah. Uh, other so yeah, that. I don't I don't remember for sure, but it seemed to me like there were people that shouldn't be traveling Ustalov trying to get back on the other side of the river, um, the River mm-hmm. S, you know, the side that doesn't have the impaley walls. And <laughs> yeah. you know, the soldiers which they may well do, they may get across and then go down to where they can see vigil and go, Oh crap, and then get out of there. That's fine. But it yeah. seemed to me it was more of a, you know, you needed to be moving to Castle Everstand and then worry about it, maybe going back and seeing it for yourself later or something. I don't know. Yeah. And especially since, you know, if the PCs have had to face the respawning uh, skeletons, which I think they handled, but maybe not. Yeah, they did. They they made sure they oh, wouldn't they put them back. down permanently. Yeah. Yeah, they did. But they've had to do that, have, had to deal with effects, had to deal with the horse thing. I mean, these are all big, beefy, undead stuff. And, you know... Yeah, let's go sightseeing. I don't I, know. I don't think it's I don't know if I'd count it as sightseeing. It's it's one of those things that's like, I'm not gonna believe you until I see it with my own eyes. Like I don't distrust you, but this is so far outside of what I would imagine is possible that I, I have to see it. And that that sentiment I, I understand. Yeah, I uh like I said, I understand it. I just would have thought they'd have scheduled getting the people that are non combatants out of there to safety first. But yeah. Um and then Brilliter leaves with them or makes plans to leave with them in the morning. Okay, see, I must have missed this entirely. Did I just miss nope. this in the whole episode? I'm going to say yes because he oh. says he's going to travel with them. Wow. Okay. It must have made so little impact that I didn't notice. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Good I job, just, Toast. I know. Good job. I mean, I was sitting there listening to it and I was going through it and I'm like, okay, cool. So they're all moving out in the morning and now you're telling me that Brillager's leaving, which, okay, I, I must have missed that entirely in the episode. <laughs> and and we also get, they also get a chance to look at the maps. So they're now they're ready to fa- go forward with what they're, what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And they learn that they got to go up, uh, I forget the name of the waterfall, but they got to go up a waterfall. They got to make their way through this one pass because there's a Merolith on the rampage and there is a, oh God, what is the, oh, and the undead, the undead hordes are moving through another pass. So there's only this old unused pass that they can use. And then it's a lot of, yeah, I'm sure this won't go broken ground stuff. Horribly wrong. Oh yeah. Well, the candle they got though. Is is pretty cool because it can summon. I think oh, it yeah. said it was chaotic good or neutral uh, good. Neut- neutral good. Neutral good. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty good. Like this candle is like seriously awesome. I hope they think about what they can summon because it occurred to me that you could summon something that plane shifts and then they could guide you via say the astral or ethereal plane. Maybe it's not the astral, but maybe it's uh, but the ethereal for sure. You could guide yeah. you through the ethereal plane and take you right to where they need to be by Gallowspire, bypassing all the dangers along the way. Bypassing most of the book? Well, there is that, but you know, they did put this candle in. Yeah. And you I mean, know, a clever it, party, I'm just saying. A clever party could get there and be so underleveled they all die? Hey. <laughs> you shouldn't punish a party for being clever. You should find, you know, ways to help them achieve the levels they need. I don't, mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what's right to the end of the book. There's, I mean, <laughs> well, I don't. Is is that is that how the book is laid out? I don't have any idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I would assume this book ends. Huh, 
probably getting to Gallowspire. I assume by the end of this book, they'll see it. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't have any idea. Because there's, yeah. there's the other things with the Razni that makes me think maybe there might be some shenanigans elsewhere in yeah. Galarian that the party could get sucked into. So I don't know. Also true. You know, she wants to go deliver the hit on uh, the Whispering Tyrant. She wants to put the hammer down. They have a way to get there now that doesn't involve teleportation so they can speed up the process. If they think about it, they got to think about it and whatnot. But uh, right. Knowing them, I think even if they did think about it, just in terms of for the podcast, they probably wouldn't. I mean, if I, if you know, maybe if they were playing it at a home, yeah, I game, don't know. I mean, like me, if I came up with something yeah. clever, I mean that's that's fair. But I, I figure if they're gonna be playing it for a podcast, they're probably gonna want to. I don't know. They can do it however they like, obviously. But uh, well, remember, Alex is Alex has gone off the rails on some stuff before too. You know, he's been like, "Hey, this is script, and now I'm throwing that out and doing a whole new thing." Fair. So they definitely could. I, I'm not discounting that. My guess is they won't. Honestly, that would be my uh, my prediction. But you know, I keep hoping for them to do something. You know, super wild and clever. Off the walls. Yeah. Bonkers. Yeah. Well, I mean, they got the they have the ability with the candle, and not that they won't use it, regardless. Not that they won't use it in a really cool moment and deliver some beat down on Alex and we'll all be laughing and having a good time, uh, except for Alex. But <laughs> we'll just give him some more salt and he'll be fine. So I'm curious to see how that goes. They didn't discover that they need to, in climbing that uh, waterfall or the cliffs or, or next to the waterfall, mm-hmm. they might need to fly. So the winged boots are a big boost. And then, of course, Utrid yeah. goes, well, I ride Always a phantom. Always a cool item. I ride a phantom. And I really want to know that his phantom steed is named Danny. Oh, God. I just, I just, <laughs> I want that. I, I don't know what it's named. I hope it's Danny. Danny boy. That, okay. Hey, what can I say, man? Uh, I'm thinking that when they pick their path and start down that way, that's when we'll really get some, uh, have some good options for, uh, you know, what we think they're going to do going forward, what their, their choices are going to be as far as on the road. Cause I mean, right now yep. they've got, they've got a lot of options in front of them and we got to see what that is before we can have it. I feel like I can have a real, ah, they're going to, you know, this is what they should do. That's what they should do kind of thing. Cause I'm not sure what those crazy guys are going to do. It's always, uh, entertaining to find out. So, yep. I'm bad at predicting things anyway, but it almost never goes the way I would think it would. So yeah, I we'll, uh, I, well, I think you've made a solid prediction already. I think you said they're going to go down the uh, the unused pass and face the lake and march up the river, you know, to the falls and climb up the thing. I yeah. mean, you're, you're saying they're going to go the hard, slow way, and I'm I think that's a reasonable prediction. But I'm not really sure. You know, all we have is kind of this path. We don't have a lot of information to speculate. So. True, but I, you know, that's what I think they're going to end up doing with it. So, yep, I think I think so too. I, I mean, I that's where my, that's where I I would put my money if I was going to put money on it. I mean, I hope they surprise me and do something creative with the candle because I like that. But all right, well, I think that wraps us up for the week. I think so. You can find us and the players on the Inspired Incompetence Discord. Links can be found at inspiredincompetence.com. I'm Lord Richter, and I'm Lady Toast. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I'd like to come back to it and talk to it a little bit at length. I actually went and asked Matt to uh, send me Joe's information so I could dive into it a little bit. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I've got I've got some numbers. So if Joe ever listens, he'll hear nothing but good advice here. Oh, 
Good, because that's what we're known for. Good advice. Outstanding advice, yeah. Because we're, we're our is. finger is on the pulse of this story. We know what's going to happen before Alex does. This The story has a pulse? I thought it was a lot of undead. Well, you know, a, a metaphorical <laughs> pulse. Come on now. <laughs>